Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Go in Peace, a daily podcast from the Houghton College Chapel Office, where each day we take a look at one of our college lectionary texts and we ponder provocative thoughts so that we can truly go in peace to love and serve the Lord. My name is Michael Jordan, and I'm Dean of the Chapel here at Houghton. It's my privilege to talk to you each day at this time, and uh, this week we're looking at texts related to the gifts of God. And as always, we have three texts. They are Psalm 115, Exodus 16, 9 to 21, and 1 Corinthians 12, 1 to 13. So if you'd like to read those texts, you can pause the player and then come on back. I'd like to share with you some thoughts about the Exodus text this morning. Let me just read that for you. Then Moses said to Aaron, Say to the whole congregation of the Israelites, Draw near to the Lord, for he has heard your complaining. And as Aaron spoke to the whole congregation of the Israelites, they looked toward the wilderness, and the glory of the Lord appeared in the cloud. The Lord spoke to Moses and said, I have heard the, compl- of the, sorry, I have heard the complaining of the Israelites. Say to them, At twilight you shall eat meat, and in the morning you shall have your fill of bread. Then you shall know that I am the Lord your God. In the evening quails came up and covered the camp, and in the morning there is a layer of dew around the camp. When the layer of dew lifted, there on the surface of the wilderness was a fine flaky substance, as fine as frost on the ground. When the Israelites saw it, they said to one another, What is it? For they did not know what it was. Moses said to them, It is the bread that the Lord has given you to eat. This is what the Lord has commanded. Gather as much of it as each one of you needs, and omer to a person according to the number of persons, all providing for those in their own tents. The Israelites did so, some gathering more, some less. But when they measured it with an omer, those who gathered much had nothing over, and those who gathered little had no shortage. They gathered as much as each of them needed. And Moses said to them, Let no one leave any of it over till morning. But they did not listen to Moses. Some left part of it until morning, and it bred worms and became foul. And Moses was angry with them. Morning by morning they gathered it, as much as each needed, but when the sun grew hot, it melted. So this, of course, is the the story of God's great gift of manna, God's bread for the people to eat. And, of course, the symbolism of manna is symbolism that uh, Jesus appropriated. Um, And it's also kind of, it's, it's one of the very few biblical ideas that really still kind of resonates in modern parlance, the idea of of manna, bread from heaven, um, is still something that people uh, kind of largely understand, even if they're not terribly pious or Christians or Jewish at all. I think what I want to focus on today, I just want to share with you a little bit of writing from Rabbi Jonathan Sachs about this. I don't know if you're familiar with the writing of Rabbi Sachs, but if you're not, it's really worth your time to to look up kind of some things, you know, whatever he reads is, or writes is worth reading. And I just want to read to you a couple of thoughts he had on this. Says Rabbi Sachs, what Shabbat did and still does is to create space within our lives and within society as a whole with it, in which we are truly free. What this text tells us is that Shabbat was among the first commands the Israelites received on leaving Egypt. Having complained about the lack of food, God told them that he would send the manna from heaven, but they were not to gather it on the seventh day. Instead, a double portion would fall on the sixth. 
That is why to this day we have two Chalat on Shabbat in memory of that time. So, uh, you know, the, the text um, further on talks about uh, how the, they're not to gather manna on the Sabbath day, but, you know, that this bread that normally somehow disintegrates or grows foul overnight, on the Sabbath day it's miraculously preserved for an extra day. And what Rabbi Sachs reminds us is that the gift of manna is not only a gift of bread and provision, but also the gift of a way to rest in the middle of a crazy situation. Um, yeah, the idea being when we uh, are in the middle of something really, really difficult, and we could picture the election season or COVID or any number of the, any, any one of the many, many things that's crazy about our existence right now. It's often during those times where we feel the least like we are able to observe things like Sabbath or to really focus on anything related to our spiritual life at all because we're just so consumed with the need to just simply get by. And for Rabbi Sachs, the gift of manna, because it has this uh, ability to be miraculously preserved on the Sabbath, means it's not just a gift of provision, but it's also a gift of a day of rest. And Rabbi Sachs goes on and he talks about it this way. He says, free from the pressures of work, free from the demands of ruthless employers, free from the siren calls of a consumer society urging us to, to spend our way to happiness, free to be ourselves in the company of those we love. Somehow this one day, again speaking out of Sabbath, has renewed its meaning in generation after generation despite the most profound economic and industrial change. In Moses' day, it meant freedom from slavery to Pharaoh. In the 19th and early 20th century, it meant freedom from sweatshop working conditions of long hours for little pay. In ours, it means freedom from emails, smartphones, and the demands of 24-7 availability. The fact that God provides manna and that God provides a day of rest for us, each of these is a gift from God. God provides all the things we need to live, but God also provides a way for us to do it that marks us as free people, rather than simply being enslaved. And in so doing, gives us a way to carry ourselves and begins to meet not only our need for kind of body food, but also for a sense of who we are in him, that we can carry ourselves with the delight that comes from being sons and daughters of God. And so, just wanted to share that with you today, that idea of uh, next time we think about God's provision, it shouldn't only be at that very basic level, but there's a way that God's provisions always kind of carry within them a reminder of who we are and a, a challenge, but also an invitation to carry ourselves accordingly. God, we know you have a high calling in our lives. We know that there are things that you know about us that we simply can't see about ourselves on a day-to-day -day basis, ways in which you understand much more deeply the eternal creatures we are and the capacity we have to partner with you and to bear fruit. We thank you, God, for the gift of manna in the wilderness, and we thank you, too, for the reminder of Sabbath that comes through the giving of manna. We pray that you would help both of those lessons to sink into our lives, both your care for our bodies, but also your desire for us to know who we are and to live in that joy. We pray this through Christ. Amen. Well, as always, delightful to talk with you. We'll look forward to talking to you again tomorrow on Friday the 13th when we'll have our last text about the gifts of God. Until then, go in peace to love and serve the Lord.